Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Staub. And this episode, I feel like I was about to go in a more formal like introduction. Like in this episode, we're going to talk about, but when, when do we ever do that? Not often. Not often. Or maybe ever, I guess. I don't know if we have. <laughs> yeah. Just look at the title and people know what we're talking about, whatever the title may be. This isn't a TV show where we do a preview. Yeah an introduction or a preview and then they show clips of the the podcast you know some podcasts do have ours aren't long enough so it wouldn't really make sense but some of them will have you know a line or two from the episode at the yeah. beginning is kind of a i remember serial did that i think did they I'm trying to remember or they, maybe they did it for past the past episode we should have an update from the last episode, even though one episode has nothing to do with the other. <laughs> if we recorded two back to back, I don't know how much of an update we could do from one to the other. <laughs> well, we can give an update of what's happened uh, with that fundraiser on GoFundMe for the last story. Yeah. They've raised $5 more. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess I should I should start out with this, right? Yeah, this, this is all you. I can, I can sit back on this one. Okay, well, well don't sit back too much because... <laughs> You know, you're the one who usually does the, the intro. But anyway, so there's a restaurant. By the way, using the word restaurant, I use it very loosely. There's a place where you buy food, okay? It's around the corner from the office, and it's called uh, Relish, I think. It's been there for, for as long as I've been living here, which hasn't been long, a few years at least. And it's this, uh, it's this food establishment. It's kind of like a deli, but not really. It's a lot of fresh ingredients and food and also, it's it's a little pricey. It's in a, it's in a nice neighborhood or whatever. And I go there the other day, and they have this flyer on one of the walls near the cash register. And of course, I don't read this until they ask me. You know, I, I order my my sandwich, and they ask me to go or for here, and I say to go. And I read this flyer, and it says, "Okay, to our valued customers, we are sorry to inform you that food may not be consumed on these premises." So of course, I'm thinking like, "Okay, now I guess I can't eat here." But then why do they ask me whether I should eat here or not? And then they say, this is due to a provision in our lease that our landlord and other food tenants on the property have decided to strictly enforce. We will be open for takeaway until further notice. And then in the next paragraph, it says, we are actively seeking a different location close by where this would not be the case. We look forward to continuing to serve you and hope to find a new location very soon. Thank you for understanding relish team and of course so then i look to my right and and left and i see there's some of the like there, there was some tables there there was never that much seating in the first place and there was a couple tables there with chairs like high chairs those high chairs are gone but then they have stools it's like one of those you know like at starbucks or whatever they have like a bar up on the window and they have a bunch of stools and they have i see a couple people sitting there eating with their <laughs> with their bags so of course i'm confused so I overhear somebody's like, oh, can we eat here? It's like, yeah, we just have to pack it to go. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then I, then I like, oh, so you guys are moving? Like, yeah, we're moving down. And they, they told me they're moving down. Like, it's actually not that close by, but, you know, relatively close by. And then I overhear them. Yeah, it's, they're like, yeah, we're moving. But, you know, it's, it's bad business on their part anyway. They're referring to the landlord, basically. So they're basically moving out because of it. So, so what are we talking about here? So obviously there's there's some kind of lease provision in this particular establishment 
that's why I was like, should we call this a restaurant or not? Because somehow they defined it that, okay, you can sell food here, but you can't have, you know, I, I don't know how they defined it because yeah. how you define these kind of restrictions are actually pretty specific, but somehow people aren't supposed to go in there and eat at the premises. Obviously you're the one that's been there. I haven't, but I was, I think I found the right spot online. It's, it looks like it's just a free, I imagine this as a, you know, in a strip mall or adjoined to other spots. It looks like just a freestanding building where the restaurant or cafe or whatever you want to call it is. I'm trying to think it is a freestanding building. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else attached to the building, but definitely when you walk in, it's definitely whatever is there now doesn't seem like what it used to like. In other words, it, it wasn't designed to be a restaurant. It seems like there was something else there some kind of store of some sort. It's a very strange plaza, actually. Not even a plaza. It's just like a small... Uh, there's some kind of wine bar restaurant next door. And it doesn't even look like there's a lot of space to eat there. There's not. And, that's, <laughs> and it's always been like that. Like, there's always been like, if you wanted to eat there, then, you know, it can't, you can't get it during lunch and because it's, it's going to be busy. So you may have, you know, select room or whatever. But most people see, seem to go there, always got it to go anyway. So it was one of those kind of kind of places anyway from the start yeah i thought first you were just confused and you went through like a drive-thru or something and <laughs> like, i don't see why i can't eat my food here on this drive-thru window uh, yeah but yeah you so you told me about this and i was like well there's and this is before i even before i realized it was just a building by itself at least i assumed it was there was like a grocery store or a supermarket nearby or something now i'm even more thrown for it because it said there was a provision in their lease. I mean, so the one thing I can think of is it well, so it wouldn't be an exclusivity provision because it wouldn't be able to go up in the first place. And so maybe there was some sort of prohibited use that they can't eat there. They could sell food. And I was thinking about it, it might be some sort of exclusivity because they do mention here. I'll read it again. This is due to a provision in our lease that our landlord and other food tenants on the property have decided to strictly enforce. Mm -hmm. And so what I think this is what I suspect, just based upon very little information, is that you may have a, some kind of lease provision which basically defines what use they may use. And, and a lot of times, let's say you're a landlord or a tenant for that matter, and you're you're trying to draft your lease, and maybe you only want so-called, quote, nice restaurants in there. But how are you going to define a nice restaurant? So often what you'll do is you'll, you'll be like, okay, you can have a restaurant so long as, you know, there's tablecloths and there's, there's seating with these kinds of chairs, and you have this number of seating, and you don't have a bar, you don't have this, you have, you have waitresses or waiters, and you, you put in those specific details. And so there may have been something to that effect or may have been just as simple as saying, you know, no dine-in restaurants. That's a common term too. So perhaps that's always been in the lease and then, and then the neighbors were like, hey, wait a minute, you know, we were supposed to be the only dine-in restaurant in, in the lease and now these guys have been operating. And, and th that's what's weird is that these guys have been operating like this for at least two or three years. And, and I agree with you on that. There could be some exclusivity provision, but it would have to be they can sell sandwiches or like, you know, restaurant type food, but you just can't consume it there. Usually it's the opposite of that. It's you can't have off-premise consumption. There's a restriction for that. You have to have <laughs> dine-in for X number of of seating, et cetera. So it's, I mean, so it's like, well, is, this, is it this weird on, like a restriction against on-premise consumption? Yeah. So can I go like sit in my car and eat it then at that point? Or it's just and the fact that it's isolated by itself is there's something that we don't know about 
or I don't know. It's just well, let me tell you about there, there. There is definitely some weirdness with this store. I mean, I, I I think my wife's the one that introduced me to it. I remember going in it, and it just goes going inside is is just confusing because yeah, you have a place where you order, but then to your left there's this like shelves, and they have all these pantry items, and then it's like the yeah. most random stuff. <laughs> and if you go there now, like if you look at the pictures now, you know there's plenty. Maybe we'll post a picture and get permission or whatever, use it for our main image. But if you look inside. There's, you know, there's like, they have like sell sriracha sauce and they sell like, is that pasta that they're selling? Yeah, they sell pasta. They sell, you know, I think they may sell even, I don't, I may be wrong, but maybe wine, but probably not wine, probably not alcohol, but they probably like sell olive oil and things like that. You go in there today, it's like, there's like five or six pieces of inventory each. And I think that might be because they're moving possibly and they're dumping the inventory. But even, even from the beginning, it was very weird. And by the way, it's, it's expensive and it's pretty good, but. I wouldn't be surprised if wherever they move to ends up being better for them anyway. And it's for the best of best of, you know, everyone's uh, efforts to get them out of there. But what I think is obvious is a landlord for the landlord to put this restriction on and for the t- their co-tenant to put this, they knew that either relish would have to go carry out or only or move. And they, they probably knew that carry out only was not going to be the solution. And the reality is this whole thing was to get them out because they want yeah. to replace the tenant with somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my best guess as well. Yeah. You asked them, once you saw that, you asked them to see the lease when you, you saw that, right? <laughs> the owner's actually usually there. And when I, when I went that day, the other day, it ended up being just two other employees that I've never seen before. It's been, it was it's been months since I've been there, so I have no idea how long this sign has been up, frankly. And if the owner was there, I'd probably be <laughs> more inclined to ask, and, and maybe she'll reach out to me or reach out to us and provide any comment after she hears the story. I'll we'll send it over or something, but uh, I, I did not reach out to her. I, I thought about it, though. <laughs> so let's get to the, the, there's a couple things in the note that they wrote, and you know, one was, we're actively seeking a different location. So I guess that'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I guess they're going to have to break the lease and maybe that's something the landlord is fine with, or even like you said, maybe that was the whole plan all along. So that's one aspect. Another thing that's interesting that someone might think of is like, well, they were doing it for, for years, you know, they're letting people eat there. What's changed now. And that's in the note saying, due to a provision in our lease that our landlord and other food tenant on the property have decided to strictly enforce yeah. So usually there's something in some clause, or it's got to be in these long leases that are way too long about waiver. That you know, just because that essentially because the landlord allowed this to happen for however many years, doesn't mean that they've waived their right to then enforce it. So yeah, that's a great point, Matt. Is that that's a standard clause in there that is in the protection of the landlord because otherwise, you know, these leases are so long. If the landlord forgets to enforce a certain rule or regulation within their or clause within their lease, then they don't want to have the risk of waiving it. So yeah, that's a great point. So this should be interesting. I mean, I, <laughs> I still want to know what this provision was. It has to be, they're only allowed to sell. Like you're not a grocery store. They're not selling products to then go cook. Like you're selling stuff that's ready to eat. There's probably some term for that. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know what happened. Like, what happened back in 2011 or 12, which it seems like that's when it. Like, how did the landlord think that they were supposed to operate? And was this a provision just snuck into the lease that no one even realized was there, and then the landlord conveniently used later? Makes you wonder, right? Like we said, there's not a lot of space in there to eat as is. Those, you're, you're right. Those tables are 
extremely thin or narrow. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I kind of understand like the, obviously within the letter that they they posted, there's obvious frustration from the owner, you know? And I mean, it's, 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 it's apparent and it's probably understandable here. They're running a business after many years and all of a sudden the rules are changing, you know, that's not cool. I'll tell you what though. I mean, I, I've never been here and probably won't ever go, but the, it looks pretty good. I think that's, it's the concept of they serve, try to serve slow food, whatever that may mean. Slow food <laughs> as opposed to fast food. <laughs> no, it's the concept of like, what do they call it? slow carbs or low carbs or something to that effect, but a lot of fresh vegetables and fresh ingredients. They have cool, they used to, that. I don't think they, they didn't have it when I was there. They had all these salads and. I don't know if it's low carb, if they have all these, I mean, bread is carbs. Sandwich, yeah, they have sandwiches. In, in <laughs> I'm looking at a photo that's just, is all literally, it's loaves of bread on top and a ton of cookies underneath. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, I don't know, let's see. They're a member of Slow Food USA. I don't know what that, Relis supports the slow food movement, obtains the freshest ingredients through local producers. Oh, okay. Slow food, like maybe how they get their, how they source their ingredients and stuff like that. Farm to table or whatever that is. Yeah, maybe. When you said slow food, I thought you meant like, you know, handcrafted artisan sandwiches, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. And then they end up taking a long time to make it. It's frustrating. Well, I mean, that's what you, that's what you do. This isn't McDonald's, you know, it's not fast food where... You have the sandwich. I think maybe that's what it is. The sandwiches aren't sitting there beforehand, so everything is made to order. That's my guess. Yeah. Okay. So when you move to another location, it's <laughs> you're going to lose some business just in the move right there. I mean, oh, assuming- yeah, especially restaurants. Absolutely. But like, like I said, I, I think they're going, if you guys know Houston, it's like Westheimer and east of where they're at now, and they're on San Felipe now. And, and so I still think wherever they go, they'll probably end up being in a better place, but... We'll see. Tell you what, these photos look pretty good. <laughs> how, how far is it from your office? It's like a couple minutes. Okay. Well, if I ever come out that way, well, we'll have to go to the new location. Hopefully it's still around. It's going to be a little further. So uh, uh. For, for a take home, I mean, th- this is pretty basic. And that, that's what's a little sad about this is that, and I, I don't want to over criticize because obviously they're a local restaurant and I'm sure they had a lawyer review the lease. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I want to be sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yeah, I should be sure. But it, this is a pretty basic provision to look at as far as the use. And that's the first question you ask. Okay, what are you, I'm reviewing a lease right now. And one of the first things I saw on the first page, it said like permitted use financial institution. And that was a typo. It's going to be used for a completely different purpose, but what they put in there is so important because if they don't comply with that permitted use, then it could be a breach of the lease. And if there's other regulations, and usually it's in exhibits and towards the back of the lease where it says, you know, there's a subway next door, so therefore you can't ha- you can't do deli sandwiches, you know, and, yeah. and there'll be a pr- restriction for that. And and that's something a lawyer and a real estate and a, and a lease broker, if you have one, which most people don't at the least get the, you know, they'll be able to point that out, but definitely an attorney would be able to spot that out right away. Well, yeah, I mean, it's possible that they just overlooked it or, you know, they missed it altogether. And even, even if that's the case, it's possible that the landlord didn't know really either. And they said, we have this huge tenant that's coming in. We just need to find a way to, to get them out of there. So, but it could have been the case where they knew they, the tenant did notice that in there and did see it and said, well, this is just a good opportunity for us. And maybe it was kind of a, 
you know, a handshake agreement that it won't be enforced. And now it's coming back to, to get them. Exactly. And that'll happen too, is that, you know, you, everyone, everyone's rushing to get the lease done or whatever. And they're like, Oh, don't worry about that. That's never going to come up. Right. And, <laughs> and, and just to make it applicable today, I mean, I was dealing with a land closing today that of a provision and a deed that I, everyone knew it didn't matter, but it's that one out of a hundred times, right? Just in case. And, and, yeah. and imagine relish fine foods now is, I would imagine this is a, in the short term, at least this is costing tens of thousands of dollars, you know, whether you have to close and move and all these, all these ancillary costs to it, hopefully they'll make it up and I'm sure they'll do well in their new location. But imagine if this could have been prevented and assuming it could have been prevented, it was something, something not malicious or something like that, yeah. that a lawyer could have discovered this and, you know, uh, and prevented that, how much that would have that have cost, you know? Yeah. Reminded me, you've seen, you've seen super troopers, right? Yeah. In fact, aren't, aren't there, they, they raised enough money to do a next one, right? They're shooting it. They're shooting it. Okay. Yeah. They've already shot part of it. And but it's, it when you said that it reminded me of the scene where at the gun range and he takes down the thing and like all the bullets are in the chest or whatever, where the chest protector would be. And there's one bullet like right in the neck. He's like, what about that one? He's like, oh, that one, I wouldn't worry about that one. Cause he's going to shoot him with the, yeah. he's going to shoot the real life target of one of them. <laughs> Just one stray bullet. Don't worry about it. So, okay. Well, I was thinking about reaching out to these guys, but you know, I, I don't, I didn't think they would feel comfortable, you know, talking about that stuff, which is understandable, but yeah, I, I they probably want, I mean, they probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But, but w when they do move in their new location, we'll, we'll look out for it and we'll, we'll, tr we'll try to do a, a quick plug for them as well. Yeah. I'm interested to find out more about this. I'll really relish that opportunity. Oh, well, that's, you know, they're going to appreciate that <laughs> a lot. <laughs> They're probably gonna be the only ones though, because I think everyone else is gagging from the uh, from the pun. Starting off twenty sixteen, <laughs> one one uh, pun per week. We'll see if we can keep it up. Can you just get fifty two out of the way and just get the average down? <laughs> we record a whole episode where I only I don't provide any substance, just fifty two <laughs> puns. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining us. Yep. Keep it sound. Keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast, the podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.